This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. An American newscaster, David Brinkley, he said, A successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at him. But first, our show today is sponsored by our friends at Stitcher.com. With free Stitcher Smart Radio, you can listen to this podcast and the rest of the QDT podcasts directly on your mobile phone. And now you can connect with your Facebook account and comment on the episodes. Don't forget to use my promo code when you register. That's stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. And my promo code is Lisa. You'll get a chance to win a big cash prize. That's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter the code Lisa at registration. So how do you define success? I think for many of us, we find success somewhat elusive. If you ever find yourself awake at night thinking about ways to achieve success or ways to reach your goals, you're not alone. Today, I'd like to lend a little assistance and talk about three time-tested principles of success. As I'm sure you know, the self-help and motivational industry is filled with books that deal with the mechanics of success and how to achieve it. So it's not a recent trend, and in fact, a great portion of today's motivational literature on success is based on timeless truths. Success is inherent in all of us, and yet we often find it quite difficult to attain. And although success is a universal concept, it's viewed differently among different societies. The three classic principles I'll be talking about today come from Western philosophy and have been shaped by the American dream. Principle one is education and knowledge of the self. Ancient Greek philosopher Socrates, he believed in self-knowledge as the basis for a virtuous and happy life. This tenet, though, this philosophical tenet, came with a stern observation. Socrates warned against the use of knowledge and education solely for the purpose of obtaining material success. And since most of us, I think, view education as a springboard to improved employment opportunities and higher wages, how do we handle the warning by Socrates? The key, I think, is to remember that we're more likely to achieve success if we learn about ourselves and our world, but not if the only purpose of our knowledge quest is to get rich quick. So are you happy with how much you know about the world and yourself? If the answer is yes, then you're on your way to a successful life. Since you are listening to this podcast, it's likely that you already take advantage of educational opportunities that come your way. Just keep in mind that the Socratic link between education and knowing of the self, it's vital to achieving success, and you're already on your way. Okay, so principle number two, overcoming failure and persevering. Are you willing to accept failure and rejection gracefully? Are you willing to learn from your mistakes? Visionaries like J.K. Rowling and the late Steve Jobs, they achieved incredible success, but their paths to greatness were peppered by episodes of trial and error. As you probably know, in the early 90s, the author of Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, experienced numerous rejections when she shopped her manuscripts to publishers. Steve Jobs once said that, Perseverance makes up half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from those who don't succeed. Fear of failure? It's not conducive to success. The kind of lifelong learning that comes from trying, 
failing, and trying again will eventually lead you to succeed, but only if you're willing to learn from your mistakes. Managing risk is one thing, but playing it too safe is something different. What we need is a balance, a balance between taking risks and being too safe. And that's the kind of balance I'm trying to teach my children. Then we've heard the phrase, failure is not an option. I'm sure you've all heard that. But isn't that unreasonable? I think so, because the only downside to failures is failing to learn from them, right? Finally, principle three, how do you measure success? Anytime you accomplish something that's important to you, that can be defined as a successful moment. Don't narrow your definition of success to purely financial outcomes. If you allow yourself to fall prey to the cult of economic success, you're at risk of losing focus on what success really is. So while there's nothing wrong with the drive to acquire wealth, the problem with the cult of economic success is that it often eschews other important aspects of life, such as the development of character or the application of ethical values. Any approach to success that is solely centered on getting rich overnight, it's bound to leave out crucial aspects of life. So achieving success involves self-knowledge, perseverance, setting of realistic goals, and of course, the establishment of priorities. The average person is bound to experience success in life. But if they fail to see it in this fashion, they're often left wanting and disappointed. So there you have it. The classic principles of success are essentially nugget-sized facts of wisdom. So when it comes to success, it's really up to you. You can spend your life dreaming about success, or you can choose to wake up and apply these time-tested truths. You may have noticed that this podcast was a little bit different from what I normally cover, and it was because of a conversation, a Facebook conversation that I had with a listener. I think it's Martin Stepka, or it could be Martin Stepka. I'm not quite sure. But if you look on my Facebook page, you can see the interaction. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. One last thing, I need to ask for your help. If you enjoy this show, I would like to ask you to go to stitcher.promotw.com. That's stitcher.promotw.com. And nominate the public speaker in the best educational and learning category. Again, I'll need your help to both nominate the show, and that's in the best educational and learning category, and then vote for the show. You can vote on a daily basis, and I know it seems silly to vote for stuff like this, but this is exactly the kind of thing that keeps this show free, and it really helps me. So if you've got a moment, go to stitcher.promotw.com and nominate the show in the best educational and learning category. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.